At the end of the corridor, he paused before the ornate, ten-foot-high doors, took a deep breath, and placed his hand on the sensor plate. Yost gritted his teeth as the grinding whir of heavily taxed servos badly in need of attention of the very scarce maintenance crews, but slowly the doors swung inward, revealing familiar red velvet shadows. The well-upholstered, hush-soft, reddish shadows and mixed incenses of the vesting chamber created a wholly different world from the angular, polished chrome and fluorescent sterility of the rest of the station. Within that chamber, haunted by the distant moaning of thin, dark winds through jagged rocks, Yost always felt he could believe the stories about the Balatine race memory being somehow connected with the spirit world or the beyond where God sat on his throne and created. The Balatine reticence to discuss theology could be due to any number of things. Still, it would be nice to know if there really were a creator. As he crossed the threshold, allowing the doors to close behind him, Yost felt his post-hypnotic conditioning taking hold, and he yielded. Brushing aside the last wisp of mysticism, he checked his assignment card. It read, G-12, Colet. The door closed, and Yost moved to the railing in front of him to survey the huge chamber, which was the off-duty home of C.C.'s resident colony of Ballatine. He was on a circular mezzanine, seven levels above the main floor. All the balconies were partitioned into smaller chambers by heavy hangings richly woven in dark-hued patterns. Only the main floor showed hard, reflecting surfaces— and Yost knew those were merely the roofs of compartments which were as thoroughly hung inside as the balconies. He could see some of the small spidery humanoids that serviced the Ballatine on Ballot, the Ballatine homeworld, friends of one part, the Ballatine called them, soulless host bodies to provide mobility for the symbiotes. It was their placid certainty in recognizing soul that had given rise to the rumors about the Ballatine. Yost had never been in a main-floor compartment, and he knew he never would be. That was where the Ballatine conducted their conjugation and fission rites. Investiture and divestiture always took place in a balcony chamber. He was on level G. Now he needed to find number 12 and pick up his senior partner for this assignment. He stepped back to the door, looking both ways along the narrow aisle, spotted number two, three, and four, and followed along until he found a hanging with a number twelve woven into the abstract design. He pushed the soft velour aside, allowing the tactile sensation to trigger another post-hypnotic command, and entered. The incense Colet had chosen for his tiny wedge-shaped home smelled like sandalwood, fresh air, and eucalyptus. Even without his hypnotic conditioning, the California-born human found it pleasantly relaxing. And then he saw the Ballatine, ten pounds of amorphous red and black-veined blue-white tissue floating at ease in the nutrient bath of enriched Bellet seawater. Yost checked his card against the clipboard hung from the glassite bowl, 
double-checked the codes, and then slipped the card in place and lay down on the cot. He rolled up his left sleeve and dangled his arm in the water, brushing the ballotine gently to signal his readiness. Only the first contact occasioned a twinge of instinctive revulsion, the primeval human reaction to soft, warm, slimy creatures. Then Colet commanded the nerves locally, and Yost relaxed. The investiture would take a good twenty minutes, and for the most of that he would be blind, deaf, and dumb, so that he let his absent hypnotist talk him into a refreshing nap. Colet, like all his kind, would be considerate, but the procedure would still drive an unprotected human insane. Ghost woke to an oddly alien environment that gradually converged on normality.